Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. This time we're going to be taking a look at the successor or the follow-up, if you will, to one of, I think last year, maybe the year before last year's most beloved hardcore gaming keyboards. And I'm talking about the Corsair K70. So the Corsair K70 pretty much took the lead. It was it quickly became the kingpin of hardcore gaming uh, keyboards, mostly because it just it just threw everything at the wall. It was a kind of keyboard where you paid a huge premium, but where it basically just eradicated all other competitors in terms of the features, in terms of the specifications, in terms of the build quality. Like uh, only, I think, uh, a Razer Black Widow or two could even come, not a Black Widow, but a Huntsman, I think, could even begin to come close. It was just that serious. And this is the K70 RGB Pro, and it is, well, basically even more serious than before. It retains some of the characteristics of the original K70, but obviously it also improves and even expands upon some of the good stuff that we talked about previously. So let's first of all talk like the, uh, the outside, the shell. So you do get a magnetically attachable wrist rest, which is really nice. So while this may look like that there is some kind of plastic hinge going on, it actually isn't a plastic hinge. It is just these little uh, um, bumper feet for the actual magnetic attach. So as soon as it comes close, it really does stick on there. While this is not the most, like this is a rubberized material, and I do like that a lot more than if it was just like really shiny plastic, which to me doesn't do all that much. I will still say that I do really, really prefer um, Razer's um, general wrist rest, which has some cushioning and some sort of faux leather finish to it. This is a bit hard and I don't think it would add all that much to me, apart from, of course, um, having my hands uh, come onto the, uh, the keyboard in a more generally more comfortable manner. Um, other than that, we have a sort of full aluminium chassis here, which is really thick. I mean, this is like almost uh, I, uh, one and a half kilograms. And it's, it's a really thick keyboard, which just where there's a lot of focus on lack of flex, just build quality. I mean, I couldn't get this to flex even if I wanted to. And I think that says something as well. Um, in terms of actual sort of um, functions or functionality, well, you get Cherry MX, uh, MX switches. These are reds, obviously. Um, there is, well, seemingly a lot of strength to be had in just going with Cherry instead of um, presumably building your own switches. Some have gotten away with that with ease, but I also think there still is some elegance. It's basically going to Cherry and saying, you make the best switches, we'll continue to do our dealings with you. So these are Cherry MX Red, but you can get different ones if you want. There's even a polycarbonate keycap with a standard bottom row if that is what you want. You get some uh, um, function keys up here on uh, on the right side, a lock, a an RGB controller, and a user interface, as well as dedicated 
dedicated media keys here, which are not, uh, they were a lot more tactile than I thought. There's a lot more bottom out than I would have expected, uh, alongside obviously a mute key up here on the top right, alongside a little roller, which is absolutely awesome. That's something that we've had on the other K70 as well. And it's something that I'm delighted to see come back. It doesn't have that stepwise, um, I would say it would be lovely to have some kind of click almost to have it feel like it's a mechanical thing rather than a roller which registrates in the software. But I will still say that it's nice to have that. And you can, of course, control it in the IQ software. It doesn't have to control volume, although it is kind of obvious to have it be like that. Um, apart from that, there is the small display here, which is something that I think a lot of K70 owners are going to enjoy seeing back. Um, it can display pretty much everything. It also really eats dust, so it'll get grimy really quickly, but it is nice to have it there. And something that it still does not have, wireless functionality, because while this cable is detachable, it still needs to be attached directly. So it is a USB Type-C thing, and something that I really don't kind of like, I'm, I'm not sure how bad it is yet, but obviously having this um, USB Type-C uh, connector inside this little hole means that not all USB Type-C cables will fit. So this is obviously made to the exact measurements of this little hole here, meaning that, you know, it fits snugly and it's also more protected. So there are some obvious advantages, but it also means that if this is somehow, you know, rolled over by your chair or something like that, or I don't know if it rolls over by a chair, but you know, these kinds of braided cables can see wear and tear quicker than your actual keyboard. Well, it's not necessarily going to be in such a way that your other replaced uh, uh, you know, re uh, replacing uh, USB Type-C cable will fit. So you kind of make it semi-proprietary. I've seen worse cases than this. Razer knows who they are, but it's a bit annoying, none this, uh, all the same, I would say. So there are also other things from the old K70 um, uh, keyboard, which it makes its way onto this particular keyboard as well. So for instance, the 32-bit ARM uh, Cortex processor, yes, a processor for your keyboard is still back alongside 32 megabytes of RAM, um, which enables some truly insane specifications. So that is, for instance, 8,000 hertz worth of polling and 4,000 hertz key scanning. And there's also up to 20 layers of hardware uh, uh, RGB lighting, meaning this is, not, this is not your standard RGB lighting. This is 20 layers meaning that you will get these kind of gradient effects, which you would get from a hue light strip, for instance. It really should be something quite different. There is also the PBT Double Shot Pro keycaps, um, meaning that as you use it, you probably won't be able to um, wear through the, uh, the, uh, the symbols on each keycap because it is under a layer of plastic, basically. That's why they are double shot, um, which is absolutely awesome as well. So basically you just get the, like they basically, they bring back the Axon hyper processing technology, again, the ARM uh, Cortex processor, um, which enables high Hertz polling and key scanning. There are the Cherry MX switches. There is a, a great um, media playback and function row keys. The um, 
the wrist rest, the deep, like unflexing, unmoving aluminum chassis, um, and the display as well. It, it's probably going to be expensive at this point in time. We actually don't know, but just just looking at it, it's probably not going to be a keyboard for me. But if you are deeply serious and you want something which has a built-in esports like switcher, meaning that if you want to get serious, you can quickly hit that button, all RGB turns off, and all of its key specifications are cramped up to the max in order to for there to be no latency between your inputs and what you're seeing on screen, well, then you might be really happy about something like the K70 RGB Pro. And it's really hard to not respect it for that. For much more on the K70 RGB Pro, stay tuned to Game Ranger. See you on the next one.